by the powers of the spirits of the East, who bring light, humor, and clarity, we call to the witches. By the powers of the spirits of the South, who bring protection, passion, and courage, we call to the witches. By the powers of the spirits of the West, who bring harmony, strength, and healing, we call to the witches. By the powers of the spirits of the North, who bring abundance, growth, and peace, we call to the witches. Desert Jen and Obsidia Musette Sage, here to share our knowledge with you on all things witchcraft. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Crones of the Wild Wastelands. Welcome, this is Desert Jen and Lady Sonica and Amethyst Wolf. Today, before we start our subject, let's have Sonica pull the card of the episode. Okay, today we're using Goddess Guidance Oracle cards. Here we go, we got a good one. Isis, and let me see what Isis says. The situations involving your past life memory. There are various meanings of this card. Get a past life regression to gain insight and answers. Ancient fears from the past life are surfacing right now. You've known the person you're inquiring about in a past life. Your current situation relates to a childhood issue. In other words, Isis wants you to take time and... Just, you know, go into your past life, meditate, go into your past life and see what is blocking you from moving forward at this point in time. And if you got anybody that does past life means that would be a good one. Good time to do it. Okay, sounds good. Our subject for the day is ethics. Um, We chose ethics um, for our subject because we've seen some strange things on the Internet I want to say that um, we have briefly touched on ethics in the craft in previous episodes, but we haven't gone in depth. The um, typical why no love spells or other spells directed at a specific person in removing their free will. Um, we have, we also have stereotypes we must, and this is my opinion, um, fight and disavow for our own survival in these weird times. Before we really get started, I want to stress that this show is our opinions. The beauty of witchcraft is that we create our own path. I guess I'm trying to say ethics is in the eye of the beholder. But understand, with the co with the co-hosts on this show, we have a combined experience of 90 plus years. Although we do not wish to dictate our beliefs on anyone, we hope you listen to our side of the story, do some research on your own, and then formulate your own set of ethics. With that said, here we go. Ethics plays a critical role in the craft. Although this is my opinion, I do know it's the opinion of many witches out there. Every time we see witch talk video of someone wanting to play Nancy from the craft, I see damage to what it's doing to the rest of our craft. Just like the middle 
of the road Methodist or Lutheran does not want to be judged by the likes of Greg Locke. I personally do not want to be judged by the likes of Nancy Wannabes. Um, I highly suggest you guys look up Greg Locke. His last name is spelled L-O-C-K-E. And um, he's the precise reason we need to watch our ethics. This man's nuts. And he has quite a following. Ethics that promote non-defensive hexes or other spells taken away free will does cause harm to the rest of the community. Although hexes done properly can and are used in the defense as a defensive tool to randomly hex someone because you're tired of their dog relieving itself on your yard is not. If you don't catch it, this was an episode plot on Charmed. Although I doubt that the replications of casting a hex will be the catalyst of a new burning times. Why put those energies out there? Ethics also covers nature and our role in it. Is it ethical to go out to a field with a few plants of, of white sage and take it all for yourself, leaving none to reproduce? My opinion, no, it's not ethical. Is it ethical that with an outdoor ritual, we don't prob- properly distinguish the fire? No, it's not. Many of us have nature worship in our practice. Even those whose practice does not include nature worship must understand the herbs and oils they may use come from nature. To protect Gaia is to protect us all. Uh, Sonica, you have anything to add at this point? Yes, I do. My, uh, my opinion, there is absolutely no, na- no need to cast a hex. A hex is something that is supposed to be used in a dire situation for extreme problems. If you have problems with your neighbors or you want somebody to go away, there's spells out there that can help you, not hexes. And as Jen said, we are the guardians of this earth. And not only do you, you know, when you go out to circle and you have your candles and everything, don't just think about those. Think about what the area was like. Make sure it's clean. Make sure your garbage is gone because everybody brings in garbage at some point. Um, and make an offering. Say thank you for the use. If you make a circle using um, salt or cornmeal or rice, remember th- there's animals out there that's going to eat all that. And it's not going to be good for them. So think about that. That's all I have to say. Amethyst? Um, so as far as white ethics in witchcraft, I'm going to talk a little bit about like why isn't why it's important for um the ethics to be in witchcraft. You know, it's to help witches to practice in a way that is mindful of the community, mindful of themselves, mindful of the planet that we live on. Um, it's to hold them responsible for their actions and be respectful. You know, if you're just out here in the world casting hexes just because you feel like it over a little and any little mundane thing is that really ethical in my opinion no um but we we also have to kind of be mindful that um the ethics of a witch can vary on on themselves from their upbringing how they were raised their beliefs 
and the tradition that they follow. It's also, it is also important to remember that not every witch follows the Wiccan read, and it harm none, do as thou will. Uh, read is also a word for advice. Um, and when it says it, and it harms none, that also includes oneself. So just don't think that, and it harm none means that you're excluded from that because you're not. <laughs> um, it's also important to remember that not every witch follows the threefold law, but we'll talk about that a little bit more on that topic at a later time in this episode. Uh, I also wanted to bring up the American Council of Witches. So in 1974, 73 members who followed pagan, neo-pagan, or other witchcraft religions or traditions convened in 1974 after drafting a set of common principles known as the 13 Principles of Belief. Uh, the council was assembled by Carl Llewellyn Weshk. He's the president of Llewellyn Worldwide Limited. Any occult book more than likely is going to have his little stamp. It's of a crescent moon. Um, they just wanted to kind of make these 13 principles to kind of have a common ground between witches. Uh, in 1978, the principles were incorporated into the U.S. Army's religious requirements and practices of certain selected groups, a handbook for chaplains, and a section on the Wiccan religion, therefore making Wicca a recognized religion for the U.S. government. And then in 1974, they disbanded um, due to difficulties in reconciling or restoring relations, the differences among its members' traditions. So it is okay to come together to want to make a change and it's okay to disband afterwards as long as a common ground and ethics are kind of stamped into place so yep just a little history i like that Thank um you, i'm gonna it. have to look up some more on that um council yes it's and see what those 13 concepts are okay ethics versus morality this one is a hard one to draw the line to in witchcraft Let's look at some general definitions and work them into witchcraft when appropriate. Ethics comes from the Greek word ethos, meaning character, and morals come from the Latin word mos, meaning custom. Um, I know both of you have some um, good comments on ethics and morals, so why don't we start there, Amethyst? Um, so as far as ethics versus morality goes, um, I kind of wrote down the definition of both of those just to kind of give the audience kind of a idea of how we're going to like how I use it. Um, so as far as ethics goes, um, the definition of ethics is rules of conduct recognized in respect to a particular particular class of human actions or a particular group. And then morals are individual standards of behaviors or beliefs concerning what is and what is not acceptable for them to do. Um, how do I draw the line? Ethics is how I act that actively involves the community. And then morals is who I am as an individual person. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of how, how I look at ethics versus morality. Sonica? Ethics versus morals. I agree with the definition explaining with it, what ethics is. But you got to realize also, ethics has no place in religion. It's your morality. Your morals, what are going to govern you in any situation. You need to have respect, most definitely, 
for all things, for yourself, for nature, for whatever spell you're trying to initiate. But the morality of the aspect is, why are you doing the spell? What is it going to gain and who is it going to harm? Your morals come in at that point in time. I, ethics and morality for me are like yin and yang, you know, they're both sides. And to live your life today, you're going to have to use your ethics and your morality to govern how you live. Personal ethics and personal responsibility. What's the difference? My definition would be ethics is a personal set of rules I live by. Personal responsibility is taking credits and consequences of those actions. Let's look at my own set of ethics. Be kind. Don't speak bad of people. Be honest. Keep your word and do good when you can. Do I live up to those standards 24-7? Oh, hell no. I don't even accomplish 10% of the time on some of them, but I keep trying. Personal responsibility in my own set of rules is to take responsibility when I'm wrong. No one could have no would'ves, could'ves, and should'ves, and do not expect others to live as I do. This is where we get into some touchy subjects. I hope that my witchlings do not think I am telling you that your morals, ethics, and personal responsibility beliefs must match mine because I say so. No, I do not want that at all. And I don't think any of us want that. But I want to, but I want those of you who are practicing magic that causes harm to take a second look at what you're doing and look at the world around us. There is so much negativity already in the world. It's not our fault that, that, that the world's out there. Nobody really knows why the negativity has hit the world the way that it has. But what I'm saying is take a second look and make sure you're not adding to it. You know, Sonica? I agree with you 100%. Um, there is a lot that I could say on this subject, but a lot of that also comes from the fact that I was raised in the craft and I was taught the old ways. And I do mean the old ways. And seeing some of the newbies come up today and how they practice, part of me is very excited about it. And part of me is absolutely appalled at some of the ways the people that are calling themselves part of the craft are relating to the public. Um, I don't see in anywhere within the craft that the amount of profanity that is being used is acceptable. Am I saying that you guys that are doing it are wrong? Yes, in my opinion. Yes, you are wrong. But that is my opinion, not the law. So I'm going to back off again and say that I agree 100% with what Jen has to say. Amethyst? So I totally agree what Desert Jen and Lady Sonica has said. Um, you know, personal ethics is kind of a, like they've said, a very touchy subject. Um, as far as me personally, my personal ethics um, are acceptance. You know, that's uh, at the forefront. Um just because me personally, I've been through a lot as a queer individual that has to live in this world. I struggle with that on a daily basis. Um, 
but I have come to realize that like my circle, even though it's gotten smaller, it's I'd still much rather have this circle instead of having everyone as a so-called friend. You know, acceptance is something that I just kind of have to live with. If somebody doesn't accept me for who I am as an individual, that's on them, not on me. Another one is respect. Um, respect is earned. Um, it's not really given. But when it comes to the craft, respect respect your elders. Respect those that have come before us. You know, it's like they've earned that respect. Make sure you give it to them. Um, that's also respect to the earth. You know, it's like we live on this planet. Respect it. But the, we'll discuss more on that <laughs> in a little bit. Be loyal. You know, like, like Desert Jen said, if you say something that you're going to do something, make sure you stick to that and show compassion. Exactly. You know, we already have a lot of hate in this world. Be compassionate to others, um, but also kind of figure out what is ethical or not for yourself. Uh, be true to oneself. Uh, if you do bad things, there may be backlash. So you kind of have to live with that. I said maybe. Yes. <laughs> um, just also remember that actions do have consequences or reactions. So just keep that in mind. Um, but that's all I really have to say about personal ethics and personal responsibility. Okay. Well, let's move on to ethical principles in witchcraft. There are four principles of ethics and questions to ask yourself. Now, these um, came from some mundane um, definitions or principles for ethics, and I kind of worked them into and using the ones that we can apply towards um, witchcraft. Honest and integrity. Examine your intent. Have you honestly examined why you want to cast your energies? Can you look at yourself in the mirror and not look away because of the energies cast? Fairness in commercial practices. This is more mundane. However, our lives in the mundane sometimes affect our magical lives. Are you selling snake oil in the guise of magical potions? Are you selling tarot readings that is manipulated to keep them coming back for more? Social respect. Can you offer respect to those with opposing beliefs in a social setting? I know this is confusing. How do I show respect to someone who despises me? My kids, um, when they were in family therapy, um, they had some problems with their stepmother. And the um, therapist, who I love totally, I think she probably saved our family, um, told them that there is a such thing and it is proper to have fake respect. The thing is, you don't need to go out and battle over every word. You don't need to argue about this. You don't need to argue about that. Sometimes it's just best to smile and walk away. And that's, you know, uh, we probably should be doing more of that. I know sometimes people will goad me to the point that I go, ah, but, um, it's best that, that we show everybody respect, whether we agree with them or not. Environmental care. We only have one earth to live on. Do we show respect and care in our practices to help the environment? Not all practices are suitable for all people. Sonica? Huh. I can go off on a major tangent right at the moment, but I'm not going to. We are talking about morals and ethics. And... How we treat the human race, regardless if they're mundane or, you know, just plain old people. You classify yourself as either witch or pagan or whatever. 
Dianetic, Golden uh, Dawn, whatever. You claim the path. You are a representative of that path. And you need to keep yourself aware of your own morality and your own ethics to be, to be able to interact not only with your coveners, outside forces, but with nature. That's what I'm going to say. Amethyst? So I'm going to kind of go down the line of what um, Desert Jen was talking about. The first one, we have honesty and integrity. Um, like Desert Jen said, kind of look into, look into a mirror. And do you do you like the image that is before you? You know, it's just, don't look at it in like just a physical matter. Also spiritual. Also you as an individual, as with the energy that is coming off of you. Do you like that person? If the answer to that question is no, then obviously you need to change something. Because if that is how you're you're wanting to portray yourself, but what you see in the mirror is someone completely different, you sort of need to catch, like, meet that energy somewhere. And it all starts with change. The fairness of commercial practices. Myself, I am on TikTok, or Witch Talk, however you want to say this, and I have seen multiple multiple pages claiming to be small businesses that deal with occult items, metaphysical items, however you want to label it. And I have seen so much stuff that I do not agree with. Do I say anything? No, because obviously that is their business. Will I purchase from them? Absolutely not. You know, we come from a world where everything is within our grasp. And I just feel that people just kind of need to do their research more. You know, it's like, if you see this person offering this oil, and they're like, oh, it's a abundance oil. And it's just a bunch of like, herbs inside of an oil. Do you truly know what the intent was behind that oil when it was made? That's and as a small business, I would obviously never offer something that I do not put my whole heart and my whole soul or energy into. And making sure that I've done my research, making sure that the herbs and oils and stones correspond with exactly what I want. Um, social respect. Exactly. It's That one's kind of touchy for me personally, just because I'm very confident as an individual. And like Desert Jen and Lady Sanka said, is it just easier to kind of bite your tongue and kind of smile and wave? Yeah, it is easy. But sometimes... There's some stuff that I just cannot hold back. But I also try not to do it in a demeaning manner. I'm all about educating. So if if, if somebody tries to say something that I know is not true, then I educate them. Because then that person kind of, it brings them a sort of awareness to kind of open their mind and be like, oh, maybe I was wrong. Which then in turn will do that change. And then environmental care. Like we all know. We live on Earth. It's the, she's the only one that we're getting. So we need to respect her. You know, I I have seen multiple times where we'll be just driving down the road and people will just fling their trash from the drive-thru out, right outside the window and expect it to be okay because it's just a little piece of paper. But also remember, those pieces of paper add up. Those pieces of paper, an, animal, an animal will consume therefore causing internal damage to not only themselves, but it's also like a chain reaction. 
this trash also ends up in our airways, into our oceans. Like those actions have consequences and that those consequences are going to lead to consequences for us. And yes, we might be able to change those consequences, but that's going to take years for what? One piece of paper on, on the ground? No. Like, how about you just go walk 10 feet to a trash can, 10 feet to that recycle bin and place it into those corresponding bins? It's not that hard. That's all I have to say. I'm going to elaborate a little bit more on what Amethyst said. Um, being aware with the earth and the situation we're in, if you really want to understand the impact of what that little piece of trash is, go look at the oceans that are filled with tons of garbage. Look at the reports on how many animals are infested now with trash how what's it doing to our oceans what's it doing to our lands we all have a responsibility because if we don't take responsibility i guarantee mother nature is going to and she's not going to do it in a very nice way i've always That's said all I that, say. i've always said that we're just fleas on mother earth and one of these days she's going to apply some flea powder to us when she gets tired of us um and the plastic thing, we've got to remember, it is not only affecting the animals, the ocean, the fish. Every one of us now, ha they say, you know, studies have shown that every one of us have microplastics running through us. I mean, it is part of us. It's becoming part of the ecosystem. Um, off of South America, there was an island where they were doing studies of the rocks, and they found rocks that were plastic. I mean, the, the plastic had fused into the rock. And um, that's kind of scary, if you ask me. I mean, it's um, we're changing the earth with our plastic use and just not take... Not just, just with plastic, but all our garbage. Yeah. So anyway, um, let's move on to the three times rule. Um, <laughs> I know. Um, I don't necessarily live by the three times rule, but I do keep it in mind. You know, I, I, I mean, it's just it, to me, it, it's part of the human experience is that you receive what you give out. If you look at every... Um, you know, everything that we send out does come back to us. I mean, it, it's that way in every religion, you know. Christians have the golden rule. Um, Buddhists, Islamic, all of them have some sort of rule that says, be kind to your neighbors, you know. Um, how do you, uh, and I think the three times rule of really, what do you guys say? Um, Amethyst, what do you say about the three times rule with ethics? So... Me, personally, um, I do abide by it, but I don't. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, it just kind of depends on the situation or, like, the the actions that I take, kind of, on, in a situation. It I just kind of look within and just kind of do it. Um, but that's just me, personally. That's my path. Um, but I still hold that just like Desert Jen said, I do hold that in the back of my mind at all times. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of a human nature thing to just remember that actions have consequences. That's, that's a motto that I've, that I live by is that actions have consequences, but sometimes like an action just needs to take place in order for like results to happen. You know, if, 
if I'm getting like hatred because of who I am, then am I gonna am I gonna do a specific like spell to stop that? Absolutely. But if it's if it's something so mundane that I can handle without magic, then I obviously would take that route instead of doing like a spell or anything to kind of prevent that from happening. Um, Lady Sonica? My turn? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go, people. <laughs> um, the three times law, I agree. Yeah. Anything you do in life, be it from mundane to uh, metaphysical, you're going to get backlash, be it good or be it bad. In my path, when an individual re- reaches high priestesshood or cronage, the law changes. For us, it's a 10 times 10 law. Everything we throw out is going to come back 10 times 10. Am I aware of this? Oh, every single minute of the day, I'm aware of this. Do I practice it? I try very, very hard. Am I perfect? No way. I, I you know, I, I do have my days, but I am mindful. If you're sending out healing or good, you know, good spells to help, healings, protections, uh, wardings, that, you know, a 10 times 10 law for us, that's a fantastic thing because it amplifies what we're doing. But again, as Amethyst and Lady Jen said, you know, do we need to be aware of this? All magic has a price. All magic. Every time you perform any kind of magic, there is a price. It's up to you to decide what kind of price you want to pay for. I think that's something that we forget. Um, Me in particular, I do forget that at times, that magic does have a price. And um, we, we, like Lady Sonica and and Amethyst said, there's a price to it. And we just have to decide if we're willing to pay that price. Okay. Hexing versus self-defense. Um, what is the difference between an unethical hex and a hex done in self-defense? Well, first of all, it's not a hex if it's done in self-defense. It's a spell. Um, I'd like to use the example of a um, young, young lady that was on Reddit. Um, she felt that she had performed her first hex. The, the point being is that she had an abusive ex who was stalking her and, and threatening her and making her life a living hell. She cast a spell to say, go away. Well, it worked. He got a, he got fired from his job. He got, uh, had to move 500 miles away to get another one. So I think a lot of people in the replies to her on Reddit said, hey, that's not a hex. Don't feel you did a hex because you were defending yourself. You know, so we we need to look at that. And I don't want people to think that um, every time you defend yourself, it's a hex. It's not. I have been known personally to take, get the two by four out before the energies hit me. Because, you know, um, some, if I can prevent um, somebody doing harm to me, I'm going to prevent it rather than reactionary you know, oh, you did this to me, you know, oh, what am I going to do? I say, I see you're going to do this to me, and um, I'm going to protect myself so it doesn't hurt me. Um, What you choose to do with that, that's your own business. Um, 
you know, if that two by four that you're swinging bounces off my shields and hits it between the eyes, well, you know, oh, well. Um, how do you guys feel, Lady Sonica? Well, most people are going to understand a hex is something that you use in a dire situation. Hexes should not be thrown around like salt on the ground. A hex is your last, you know, um, what am I, what am I trying to say? Is the last thing you should think of. There are thousands of spells out there. And depending on how good you are at making up a spell, you can make up your own spell. It is not a hex. It is a spell. There is a difference. I believe personally that hexes should only be used in the most dire situations spell working is a lot easier yes and gets a lot quicker hexes last a long long time and you got to remember that hex is going to come back to you if you do it for the wrong reasons so you know insane i say that in my belief system Hexes are the very last thing you think of, not the first. Amethyst? So going back on what Desert said, Desert Jen said about the user on Reddit, um, she may have like misclassified it as a hex, whether but we also have to just kind of look at it from an outside perspective, is that maybe she is new to the craft. Maybe she's new to her path. And that's where we kind of step in and educate her. Um, and inform her that, hey, what you did was not of ill intent. What you did was trying to prevent this situation from getting dangerous. So therefore, you did the necessary steps to prevent it from happening. Therefore, in your intent was of good intent. Therefore, it was a spell and not a hex. Because from from my point of view is that a hex would be more of an ill intent. You know, if it was, if she did that spell to say, I don't know, get rid of him forever, then that would have been a whole different story. But if it, if your intent was just to get him away from you, whether that was him losing his job, moving 500 miles away, that intent to me was good intent because she did those necessary actions to prevent a situation from becoming something more. Right. Um, as Lady Sonica said, hexing should be your last, last resort. Whether you are new to your craft, there are thousands of resources out there for spells, for those necessary steps for certain situations. So make sure that you do your research or you can even go to somebody in the community that knows their stuff in order to and ask for guidance. Never think that you are alone because at the end of the day, we are a community. So just reach out to your elders, reach out to those in the community that are trustworthy and ask for help. Do you guys have anything to offer before we end the the subject? Do you have any summarizations or additional thoughts we didn't cover? What, what There is one thing, Jen. Um, I've been listening quite closely and anyone who wants to throw a spell or throw a hex i would hope and pray that they've got the knowledge beforehand before they cast their first spell before they cast their first circle to know your craft prior to you sitting down and thinking oh i joined this group i can now throw 
I can now make spells. I can, no, you can't. You need to learn your craft before you use your craft. You know, I'm a stickler on certain things. Yes. And that is what, yes, I am. Um, Yeah. I mean, I was in the craft for some 15, 16 years before I was able to cast my first spell because I had to learn the craft learn what my possibilities were, learn my connection with my deity, learn my connection with the path that I follow, learn about my tools, learn about how to draw on the energies long before I cast my first spell. I would hope and pray that those coming up today take the time to learn your craft first before you go throwing spells and hexes and curses out in the cosmos because quite frankly it with the newbies that come along that think they can and they're throwing out the negativity it is us who have been within the craft that have to clean it up think about that that's good thoughts too thank you amethyst i am going to just kind of say that Everything that Lady Sonica said is, like, utmost the truth. Make sure, like, so what Lady Sonica said, before you go to cast a spell, before you go to cast whatever it is that you are trying to do, a ritual, a spell, any kind of working, make sure you are hands-on in your craft before you do anything that you might regret later on. You know, all, like we've said throughout this episode, actions have consequences. And if you do not know what you are doing, then you should not be doing it. Because at the end of the day, that is going to affect our community. That's going to affect everybody in this community. And like like, like Lady Sonica said, we're going to have to clean it up. Yeah. So make sure that you know exactly what you are doing before you do it. So mode it be on both of you. Mode it be. Um, now we're going to close out on this. Um, has it helped? Do you have any ideas that work for you and want to share? Leave us a comment. Also, I would ask that if you like our, our, um, our show to please share it, share it on social media, share it on Facebook, Instagram. Um, I keep getting myself in trouble, uh, asking on Reddit, you know, can I post this here? You know, and then you get banned. Um, so, you know, if you have a safe place on Reddit to share a podcast, share, share it. Um, please share it. We, we need listeners. Um, in closing, thank you for joining Amethyst Wolf, Lady Sonica, and myself for today's episode. Um, come back next Friday when we will discuss etiquette. That should be interesting. It falls along the, some of the lines of what we discussed today. But I'm thinking, you know, I had bad etiquette when I first started. There were things that I didn't know about, things I didn't know were impolite or rude, you know. Um, so we'll be discussing that. And until next Friday, stay cool, stay safe, and stay weird, our witchlings. Join Desert Jen and Obsidia 
Musette Sage next time on Crones of the Wild Wasteland as we chronicle the ways of the witches. Care for yourselves and one another. Keep the strengths of the witches close to your heart and spirit. By the powers of the North, West, South, and East, we bid you hail and farewell. Mm-hmm.